0: This is A Legacy of Laughs, comedy from the golden age of radio, brought to you by RelicRadio.com.
1: Broadcasting Company brings you transcribed from New York, the Martin and Lewis Show. Our guest tonight, Marilyn Maxwell, and featuring Flo McMichael, Dick Stabile and his orchestra, and starring Dean Martin.
2: Don't blame me for falling in love with you.
1: And Jerry Lewis. Oh,
3: darling. Don't blame me for falling in love with you. Your lips have the scent of May wine. Your hair, the scent of orchids. So, can I help it if you held me captive under your smell?
2: <laughs> toot toot say goodbye. Toot toot say don't cry. The choo choo train that takes me away from you no words can tell how sad it makes me kiss me to the end then do it over again watch for the mail, well I'll never fail, if you don't get a letter then you know I'm in jail you're it toot toot tootsie don't cry toot toot tootsie goodbye watch for the mail well I'll never if you don't get a letter Then you know I'm in jail Do you call cry? Toot, Toot, Tootsie Goodbye Toot, Toot, Tootsie Don't cry
1: night, Miss Marilyn Maxwell dropped into the Copacabana nightclub here in New York to watch Dean and Jerry's act. Although the boys didn't meet her, Jerry was swept off his feet by her charms and stunning beauty. This morning, though Dean doesn't realize it, the inevitable has happened. Jerry is in love.
4: Jerry, you've been acting strangely all morning. Is something wrong?
3: I can't help how I act, Dean. Something has happened to me. I'm not myself today.
4: Well, if you're not yourself, then who are you?
3: I don't know. I'm... I'm Sir Galahad riding a white horse over the fields to see Lady Guinevere. I am a Romeo climbing up the balcony to court Juliet. I am Mark Anthony conquering all of Egypt to make love to Cleopatra. I am Errol Flynn. No, he doesn't have to work that hard. He just sits and waits.
4: <laughs> now, wait a minute, Jay. This is starting to make sense. Has this got anything to do with love?
2: Uh-huh.
3: So that's it. You're gone, Fallen. Who is it this time? Dean, she's the most glamorous, the most gorgeous, the most fascinating, the most beautiful girl in the whole world.
4: Oh, my gosh. Not another lady wrestler.
3: <laughs> no, Dean, this is different.
4: Well, who is the girl?
3: Remember who we saw last night at the Copa?
4: Oh, don't tell me it's the new hat check girl. No,
3: more glamorous than that. One of the girls in the chorus line? No, more glamorous than that.
4: Well, those were the only glamorous girls I saw, except, of course, Marilyn Maxwell. Uh... (laughs) Marilyn Maxwell Oh, Jerry, she's a movie star She's famous And she's a big hit Playing opposite Kirk Douglas In The Champion
3: Well, shake hands with the challenger
4: (laughs) Face it, Jerry, you're just a kid Marilyn Maxwell is talented Beautiful and famous
3: You can't discourage me Don't you realize the power of love? When I saw Marilyn Maxwell Walk into the Copacabana last night Something happened to me I've been walking on clouds I just have to see her again, Dean. Couldn't you tell me some of the things you do to impress a girl?
4: Well, if it were me, Jerry, here's what I'd do. First, I'd go out and buy her a really fine, impressive gift. Then I'd look in a book of poetry, find some appropriate verses, and send them to her. Then every day for a week, I'd have a standing order at a flower shop to send her one fresh, exquisite, dark, trembling rose.
3: Oh, Dean, I'm so unworthy of you. (laughs)
4: But that's not your type, Jerry. You ought to give up the whole idea.
3: Give up? How can you say that? Jerry Lewis never gives up. I'm going to take Marilyn a nice expensive present and lay it right at her feet. Come in. Who is it?
5: It's me.
2: Well, Florence.
3: Hi, Florence. How's the most beautiful secretary in the world?
5: What? What?
3: I just said you're beautiful.
5: Mr. Lewis, have you been chewing catnip again?
3: (laughs) You know, in a way he has, Florence.
4: Jerry thinks he's in love and he's decided that everything and everybody in the whole world is beautiful.
5: Well, who's he in love with? Marilyn
4: Maxwell.
5: Oh, she's on the stage at the Capitol Theater. I saw that show. My boyfriend took me and we sat in the balcony. How do you like it, Florence? The show or the balcony?
3: (laughs) I mean the show. How did you like Marilyn Maxwell? Wasn't she gorgeous? Wasn't she glamorous?
5: Wasn't she beautiful? Well... I figure I'm just as good as she is. And besides, she's not here, and I am. That gives me an edge.
3: Yeah, but that's the wonderful thing about Marilyn. No edges, just
5: curves.
3: (laughs) Listen, Florence, I want you to come along with me to Tiffany's and help me pick out a present a girl like Marilyn would be sure to like. Oh, I'd love to. Well,
4: you two go on ahead. I'll see you later.
5: I think Tiffany's is in this block, Mr. Lewis Yeah, and you know, Florence, I just decided something
3: I'm going to really impress Marilyn I'm going to ask her to be my leading lady in the next picture we make at Paramount
5: Oh, that'd be swell if she'd do it Well, here it is Yeah, say, this Tiffany's is really an
3: expensive store, isn't it? What makes you think that? Look who the doorman is, Ali Khan (laughs) Let's go in Oh, there's a salesman. Hey, boy, let's snap into it, buddy. What do you say? I can always go to Walgreens, you know.
6: How do you do? Welcome to Tiffany's. May I be of service?
3: <laughs> well, I want to buy a present to impress a beautiful actress whom I haven't even met yet. Yeah,
5: you see, this girl doesn't even know he's alive.
6: Well, frankly, he had me puzzled for a minute. LAUGHTER
3: Have you got something nice in jewelry? Say, uh, a diamond?
6: Oh, certainly, sir. Here's a nice diamond. I'll put it on the counter so you can look at it.
3: <laughs>
6: of course, we also have some large ones.
3: <laughs> no, I, I think this would be big enough. Say, say, what are those three holes drilled in the diamond for?
6: Well, you see, on Wednesday nights, Mister Tiffany goes bowling. <laughs>
3: Well, I'm sure that would be too expensive for me.
6: Perhaps I could suggest something if I knew what kind of a girl this present is for. Oh, well, well she's got beautiful blonde hair, and lovely soft
3: eyes. Yes. And, and, and she's got red, luscious lips and a wonderful figure. Yes,
6: yes, but what is it about her that attracts you? <laughs> Say, mister. Yes?
3: Are you for real? <laughs> seems much too expensive. I haven't got too much money to spend. Well, how about this nice
6: pearl pin for $100? Oh, no, that's too much. Well, how about this sapphire ring for $75?
3: No, that's still a little high for the present I had in mind. Can't you suggest something cheaper?
6: Well, why don't you have her shoes (laughs) half-sold?
5: shouldn't have come to Tiffany's in the first place.
3: (laughs) Well, Tiffany's name on a box is always very impressive.
6: Yes, well, suppose you tell me how much you want to spend.
3: About $25.
6: Well, our policy is never to fail a customer. I'm sure we can work something out, but I
3: don't know how just yet.
1: Well, while the man at Tiffany's is trying to help Jerry, Dean has just arrived at the Capitol Theater hoping to talk to Marilyn Maxwell.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm very busy. Who is it?
1: Hello,
4: baby. Oh! Miss Maxwell.
0: Yes, I'm Miss Maxwell. Excuse me, but where did Mr. Gable go?
4: I don't know, baby.
0: Oh, it was you. Say, what's the big idea?
4: Never mind. You'd be surprised at the number of doors I get opened this way.
0: Wait a minute. I-, I recognize you. Aren't you, Dean Martin? Well,
4: that's right. You must have heard me over at the Copacabana.
0: Well, I-, I was there the other night, and I saw you working, but I couldn't hear you sing.
4: Well, were the acoustics bad?
0: No. I was there with Perry Como, and he kept drawing his knife and fork on the plate. LAUGHTER
4: Yeah, that comos he's unfair. When I go to listen to him sing, I always applaud very loudly. All through his numbers.
0: Well, what did you come to see me about, Dean? Well, it's
4: about my partner, Jerry Lewis. He's on his way over here right now.
0: He is? To see me?
4: Yes, Marilyn. You see, last night he saw you when you came to the Copacabana, and now he thinks he's in love with you.
0: Oh, really? Well, it's probably just puppy love. Hasn't he ever done this before?
4: Yeah, and that's what's gotten me worried. Uh, This is the first time it hasn't been with puppies. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, well, Jerry'll get over it. Well,
4: I don't know. In his sleep last night he kept yelling, Marilyn, kiss me and squeezing his pillow and he
0: Well, said, that's not so serious.
4: You think not? This morning he didn't eat any breakfast. He just sat there exhaling feathers. <laughs> Well, you can see that he hasn't had much experience with girls.
0: I sure can. That's
4: just my point. You never could be interested in a fellow like Jerry, and I don't want to see him have his feelings hurt.
0: Well, I'd be glad to help, but what in the world can I do about well, it? Well,
4: I have an idea. Now, Jerry's so naive that I'm sure if you made violent love to him, it would scare him to death. Are
0: you sure? Well, I'm
4: positive. Now, look, i got to get out of here. He'll be here any second.
0: Well, go out this hallway door here, Dean.
4: I remember when he gets here now, you just pretend you're madly in love with him.
0: Well, I will do if you think it'll help. Bye. Bye. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, come in Miss Maxwell, you don't know me, but... Oh, that marvelous, beautiful, deep
3: voice Uh, yes Miss Maxwell, you don't know me, but my name is Jerry Lewis
0: Never mind the details, kiss me
3: Kiss you I must be in the wrong room (laughs)
0: You're in exactly the right room. Come here.
3: Now, wait a minute. Wait,
0: please. (laughs) (laughs) Gee, that was wonderful. Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Marilyn, I don't know if I have nerve enough to tell you
0: why I came down here. Because you're in love with me.
3: Gee, I got more nerve than I thought (laughs) You know, I don't understand this at all, Marilyn I came down here hardly daring to knock on your door And I walk in and you kiss me
0: Jerry, can you blame me? Why, you're everything a girl could want You have deep, compelling eyes And a firm, strong chin And glossy, curly hair I think you're the most beautiful man I've ever seen. Marilyn, have you been chewing any catnip lately? (laughs) Jerry, you've been holding on to that little package ever since you came in here. What is it? Oh, I almost forgot. It's a present for you. Here. Oh. Oh, I can hardly wait to get it open. Oh, a lovely box from Tiffany's. But all I see in it is two sticks of Juicy Fruit gum. Well... The box cost $24.98, and I only had two pennies left. (laughs) Jerry, I want to thank you. It's a lovely thought. Yes, it's your engagement present. Engagement? Sure. Oh, this isn't going the way it's supposed to at all. You're supposed to be scared. Not me. And after we're married, we'll go back to Hollywood.
3: We'll be the new romantic team in motion pictures. But Jerry... I'll show you, Marilyn. I'll write you such a love story that you won't be able to turn it down.
0: Jerry, I-, I knew you were a comedian and actor, but I didn't know you were a
3: writer. Sure, I'm a regular George Bernard McFadden. <laughs> Tell you what, Marilyn, you come back to the Copacabana again tonight. By then, I'll have my love story written, and we can sit down and
0: talk about it. Well, all right, that's a deal. Until tonight, then. Yes, until tonight, my lovely one. Farewell. But before I go, another kiss? Okay, I suppose. <laughs> Goodness, Jerry, how, how did you ever learn to kiss like that?
3: It's simple. Every morning I eat my oatmeal through a straw.
1: <laughs> it's now six hours later. We're at the Copacabana nightclub where the first floor show is just concluding with Dean Martin about to sing his new song, Sault Saint Marie.
2: I fell in love in suits in muddy. My every dream came true the moment you walked by these stars above. I held you to me And we kiss Till the dawn Touch the sky We said adieu In St. Marie Though we had to part, I left my heart with you, so my love, wait for me, and I'll come back to you in so, oh, my love, wait for me.
4: doing here at the Cope again tonight?
0: Oh, Dean, sit down at the table a minute. Jerry invited me and I had to come. Look, you got me in an awful mess. Well, why? Well, I I did what you told me, but it didn't scare him at all. Now he really thinks I'm crazy about him.
4: Oh, gee, I'm sorry, Mellon.
0: He even wants me to be his leading lady in his next picture. Gee, what'll I do, Dean? I I don't
4: know.
3: Well, well, I see you've already introduced yourselves, my partner and my gal. Hello, Marilyn, my beautiful dreamboat. Listen, you want to hear something funny? What? This'll kill you. This morning when I told Dean how I felt about you, he said it was just puppy love. Well? Lean over and say hello to her Great Dane.
0: (laughs) Jerry, there's something important you want to know. I just...
3: Not now, Marilyn. Wait a minute. Look, I got the story for our next picture. Gee, I hope you like it.
4: Jerry, you've written a story?
3: Sure. It's all about a lying gangster and his girl.
4: A lying gangster and his girl. Now, what's it called?
3: Fibber and Maul. (laughs) Come on, let's do it for our nightclub audience right now. Hey, Mr. Stabile, how about a fanfare? Ladies and gentlemen, I have a surprise for you. Miss Marilyn Maxwell, the famous movie star, is here tonight. Miss Maxwell is probably going to star with Dean and me in our next Paramount picture. So right about now, we'd like to give you a preview of this screenplay, which I wrote myself.
1: The scene is the big house. A prisoner speaks.
7: My name is Rocky Lewis. Ten years ago, I was head of the mob. I had the big town in the palm of my hand gambling, liquor, nightclubs. I had all the racket sewed up tight. I was pulling down a cool $45 a week.
0: <laughs> I am Marilyn. I was Rocky's mall. I was out to get rich. Money, that's what I wanted. I met the right men for it, too. Thieves, gangsters, crooks, gamblers. The gamblers called me Cold Deck. I was bad, bad clear through. I smoked cigarettes. I had dates with Rocky and stayed out until 10 o'clock. <laughs> I started playing pinball machines, and I learned i learned how to tilt.
8: <laughs>
7: yeah, Marilyn was a real no-goodnik. And I had a pal, a pal, Dino Martinez. <laughs> Dirty, double-crossing, thieving, in other words, a right guy. <laughs> the week after I took Dino into my mob, he stole my wallet and my diamond cufflinks. The next evening, he stabbed me in the back. The next evening, he took my shirt and my pants, and then he squealed at the coppers and had me sent to prison. I began to get a feeling he wasn't trustworthy. <laughs> And so Dino took over the rackets while I did a ten-year stretch and stir. Ten long years in a tiny cell brooding, planning my revenge for when I got out. There was only one thing that I was gonna do when I got out. One thing I had to do first. Find Dino. Get my pants back. <laughs> yeah, I had to
4: find Dino. My name is Dino Martinez. I was a rock a pal. I squealed on him and I sent him up at the river. But I had a good reason. The minute I saw his girlfriend called Deck Marlene, I figured it was my turn to shuffle. <laughs> but now I had all the rackets under my belt. No bootlegger a case until I give the sign. The bank robbers are so afraid to touch a safe unless I say go ahead. Dr. Schul won't even send out a footpad without me saying okay.
7: Yeah, that's my pal and that's my gal. And here I am in this tiny cell in the big house. With no one to talk to but my cellmate, Nosy Who never says a word Well, what's this? The warden is walking straight toward my cell Hey, warden What's that paper? Is that a pardon for me? No, Rocky, it's a pardon for your cellmate, Nosy
4: Come on, Nosy, get up You're leaving the big house, Nosy And I don't want you going back with that gang of pickpockets You've got a chance to go straight Now get out of here, Nosy
7: Well, warden, at least I'll have more room in here without that elephant. We'll break you yet, Rocky. We got a new one for tomorrow. That was what they planned for me, huh? Your third degree. I knew I had to escape that night. Suddenly a plan came to me, yeah. I was thin. I could do it. I chopped a hole in the water main. Took a deep breath and dived in. Five minutes later, I popped out of a hot water faucet in the warden's office. (laughs) The warden did not approve of my ingenuity. And then another plan occurred to me. Quickly, I pretended to be unconscious and I was rushed to the prison hospital. As soon as the doctor turned his back, I swallowed 200 reducing tablets, mussed up my hair, and walked out of the prison disguised as a floor mop. (laughs) At last, I was free. I had but one thing in mind. I had to find out if it was true about Dino taking over with my girl Marilyn. Soon I was outside Dino's door, listening. I heard... I
4: love you. I'm mad about you. I'm only happy when I'm with you. You're my favorite person. I could tell he was
7: alone. (laughs) Quickly, I kicked open the door and stepped inside. I'm back, Dino. Yeah, Rocky. Yeah, back from where you sent me, Dino. You know where. They took me to the big house, and they took away my name. I became convict number 1423768, 24298324, 11289763, 7249283291-4. It was printed across my chest. But I'm tough now, Dino. Tougher than when I went away. And I want a little information about you and my girl Marilyn. You're not
4: so tough, Rocky.
7: Now stop stalling, Dino. Where's my girl Marilyn? Marilyn, i kissed her goodbye the
4: night they sent you away ten years ago.
0: Open up, Dino, honey. It's me, Marilyn, your ever-loving baby doll. <laughs> <laughs> Let me in, honey. I'm in a hurry. Well, it's about time you... Rocky, Dino... What's wrong?
7: That's wrong. What makes you think?
0: Well, the way you two are standing there. <laughs> glaring at each other.
7: We're only playing a new game. It's called Lilienthal and Hickenlooper.
0: <laughs> well, let's get one thing straight, Rocky. You can't expect a girl to wait ten years. I'm Dino's girl now. You'll
4: never get Marilyn away from me,
7: Rocky. I've treated her too good.
0: Yes, Rocky. Dino bought me a mink coat. Come back with me and I'll buy
7: you a sable coat.
0: And Dino bought me a lovely pearl necklace.
7: Come back with me and I'll buy you a diamond necklace.
0: And Dino even bought me a Hudson that you stepped down into.
7: That's nothing. I'll buy you a Hudson that you can sail boats up.
0: <laughs> well, it's no use. I'm sticking with Dino. Okay, this is the
4: payoff. I got a gun. Okay, Rocky, I got a couple of guns here. See, you're jammed right into your chest now. I'm going to let you have it right now.
7: Missed me
8: All
0: right, all right I'll take care of this myself I've got my gun I'll get him for you, Dino There!
7: She got me, Dino I'm done for This is it The end The big payoff Everything is getting darker And darker You're fading away I'm going, Dino But before I go
4: Yes, yes
7: Before I go, I I just want to I want to say one thing What's that? Bye Bye
4: (laughs) Ah, poor Rocky, he's gone
0: Yep, Rocky's gone, all right I guess I better get along home.
4: But, Marlene, you can't go now.
0: I can't. Why not?
4: Because, baby, it's cold outside.
0: I really can't stay.
4: Baby, it's cold outside.
0: I've got to go but, away. baby,
4: it's cold outside.
0: This evening has been, hoping been that
2: you so drop in.
0: very nice I'll
2: hold your hands, they're just like I My ice. mother
0: will start to Beautiful, worry Beautiful, And
2: father hurt.
0: will be pacing the floor Listen
2: to the fireplace so roar So really
0: I'd better scurry
2: Beautiful, please don't well, hurt Well, maybe
0: just a half a drink put more Put some
2: records on what I Babe
0: is mine. Baby, it's bad
2: out there Say,
0: what's in this No cabs to be had out there out
2: there,
0: I wish I knew your how your
2: eyes are like starlight now.
0: Break the spell.
2: I'll take your hat, your hair looks smart. I'll swell.
0: Just say no, no, Mind no. Mind if sir. I
2: move in at closer.
0: least? I'm gonna say that I trust.
2: What's the sense of my pride? I really
0: can't, stay.
2: baby. Don't hold out, baby. Oh, it's cold. cold. Oh,
3: Well, Marilyn, you heard my little masterpiece I wrote. When do we leave for Hollywood so you can be my leading lady?
0: Well, Jerry, I- I've been trying to tell you, I can't be your leading lady. I, I have contracts for the next two years. It's just impossible.
3: I see. But-, but you will be my
0: girl, won't you? Well, that's another thing I've been trying to tell you. You see, I... Oh, I'll
4: explain, Marilyn. Jerry, when you told me how you felt about Marilyn this morning, I couldn't let you go over to see her and get your feelings hurt. So I went over first and told Marilyn about this puppy love you were going through, and she agreed to pretend she was in love with you so that uh, you'd be scared back to your senses.
3: Is, is this true, Marilyn?
0: Yes, Jerry. I'm sorry.
3: Gee, all the time I thought I was making love, I was only making a boo-boo.
0: Ah <laughs> oh, well, don't feel bad, Jerry. Someday the right girl will come along.
7: No, I'm afraid not, Marilyn. I'll give you up. But if I can't have you, I don't want anyone. No girls, and that's final. I get it. Hello.
4: Oh, just a minute. Sure. It's for you, Jerry. A girl.
3: A girl? Give me the phone. Hello? I don't care what your name is. Will you marry me? (laughs) Oh,
4: Jerry, thank you, Miss Marilyn Maxwell, for being a wonderful guest.
7: Thank you, folks. Good night.
1: Martin and Lewis Show, transcribed in New York, is produced and directed by Robert L. Redd and written by Dick McKnight and Ray Allen. Next week, our guest will be Tony Martin. This is Ed Hurley. He's suggesting you tune in to your NBC station a week from this next Tuesday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time for the Martin and Lewis Show. Hear the NBC Symphony
2: at a new time tonight on NBC.